Episode 24, Like a Bear Over Troubled Waters. What's your favorite meat, Mom? This is he hot. likes fish. Yeah, fish. Boom. Fish? Is there a particular kind of fish? Of fish? <laughs> uh, tuna. Yeah. I kind of I find it interesting that, that Long picked fish because he might be sleeping with the fishes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to uh, episode number 24 of Adventures <laughs> of Long Carrier Podcast. <laughs> I like to just start. What's your favorite meme? I just like to you press know? record when you guys don't realize it's happening. I was really you know? hoping you would say, like, you know. Sausage. I was going to do another Christmas thing because this is the week of Christmas. It's, it's, it's Christmas. And What's your favorite Christmas cookie? My favorite Christmas cookie. Christmas oh, cookie. Ooh, I like coconut stuff. So I like macaroons. I'm not sure if I would call those Christmas. I'm going to be making some coconut macaroon Delicious. thingies. Yeah. Pretty excited about those. Melissa doesn't bake. I mean, not that kind of baking. She doesn't do that kind either. She doesn't do any. She refuses. Her last name is oh, baking. Yeah, I was about to say She's that. She's a but fraud. I, I was about to say that, but <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I want to say that mm, on the podcast. The, it's all right. It's already papers. out. Oh, okay. It's already out. <laughs> I mean, technically, since you're the baker, it makes sense because that's by marriage. It's true. So, I mean, like Christmas is this week. So, like, did you did you all believe in Santa growing up? Oh, yeah. Still do. Yeah. No. Still. Wait. What do you mean? No, you didn't. <laughs> like my dad just told us, like, we're going to Toys R Us. You got a hundred dollars. I like. Wow. That's pretty good. And back in those days, a hundred bucks went pretty far, right? Because that was like what the mid nineties. Yeah. Something like that. What are you like? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't know my boy. Right. Uh, what about you, Josh? You said, did you did you ever believe in Santa Claus? Yeah. Yeah. My sugar daddy. He's like, hey, wow. this is what I want. Nice. Like, oh shit, yeah. Okay. My sisters ruined Santa Come Claus. Sit on for my me. Lap. I had two older sisters, <laughs> so I got I got Santa Claus ruined pretty early. Oh yeah. Yeah. But whatever. I don't know. I, don't, I kept I, my brother believing for forever. It was great. I was, That's nice. That's a very different tactic than mine. I was very nosy, so I figured it out myself really quick. Yeah. Nice. Like five, six. Cool. <laughs> well, I hope everyone who's listening to the podcast has a Merry Christmas if you celebrate. And if you don't celebrate, just have a nice Wednesday. You know, yeah. it's just, it's a, it's the middle of the week. It's hump day. But uh, <laughs> most things, you know, you're not going to worry about it. Go, I uh, hope you, maybe you've seen Star Wars, uh, something like that. So Star Wars just came out. So that's cool. Uh, all right. So let's talk about last week, uh, last episode, because um, some stuff uh, happened. Yeah. The usual stuff. We're, we're all going to die. Yeah. I pushed. <laughs> What the hell's going on with my drink right now? Look at that coder. <laughs> what did you put in it? I don't know. It looks like there's like a it's like there's a like moist a... napkin in my drink right Ew. now. You dropped a cookie in there. I mean, so I mean we may or may not, and by we I mean me, uh killed two of our our characters. Yeah. Have we had a real death yet? I don't think so. No, no. What's that? We had a disappearing act. Yeah, but I mean, not like, a death. Who knows? Who knows what yeah. happened to Emily? You Tech- all, you all, you know, like Zofia cowardly hid and didn't try to help her. So who knows what might have happened? Technically speaking, uh, mm-hmm. if they were to die, they would technically be a disappearing act for us because we won't see the bodies. That's true. All of you managed to sneak your way into a secret meeting of whatever rebel 
uprising group seems to be functioning, right? So you're, we're, we're at the cusp of intermediate tier, right? Got our first revelation. Mm-hmm. You guys now know what the goal is, or at least part of that goal. Do you remember from that wonderful speech? I don't know who acted it. I think, I don't know. I don't know who it was. Might have been Christian Bale. I think he came out. I don't know. Might have, um, Daniel Day-Lewis might have guessed it for a little bit, but we had this big revelation. Do you remember what was laid bare about this revelation, Do you? Some people are going to come from the north when it's like the worst part of the winter and you can't see the sun. Right. And they're going to take the town. They're going to take the town, and but try well, they're, to they're more specifically going to take the, the, the governor's, governor's purse. But they're going to take yeah. control of the town right. and try not to kill anybody. The people in the meeting yeah. were in charge of sort of <clears throat> taking control of the town, whereas their allies in the mountains, right? Yeah. Whatever that means, we're going to take over. So you now have definitive proof that this rebellious uprising going on in this city is somehow tied to one of the however many factions might exist to the north and the mountains. You don't even know how many there are. There, there could be one, could be two, could be more, who knows. But there is allies in the mountains who are going to come and they're going to take over the governor's manor and they're going to set out some kind of signal. And then the people that were in that meeting are have been assigned tasks and they seem pretty organized and confident in terms of like, how it's going to go down, right? And you're right; they don't want to. They don't necessarily want to kill anybody unless they're actively defending, like the you know the the governor or something like that. So you you know what's going on now. Like that is your hello first revelation. That was a big deal. But then the other big deal happened, and that was that two of your two of your party were discovered because they didn't know the secret knock, and they were taken. They were hooded. They were beaten, knocked out, and they were carted out to some cliff. And you know that it was probably to the east because Erwin was, after about a half an hour, went back, circled back, found some, some drag tracks, found the cart tracks that seemed to lead outside of the, the eastern gates. But you weren't allowed out because the wardens wouldn't let you out because that's the rule. That's the law. But somehow... They got out. They got out. What does that mean? That means that they got the wardens know. in their pocket. Who knows what it means? They do. They're tiny. They're like chovy. You can pick them up, put them in your pocket. <laughs> yep. So Jovian Bear got taken out. Now, when and there was still crazy stuff going on in the city, especially with, with Sophia, who was who was confronted by this angry bearded guy, but but Lavinia managed to lure one of his his partners away, and then Sophia just managed to outrun him. But then Sophia, you were threatened as you ran away. I know where you sleep, right? And if that wasn't threatening enough, not that you know this this next part as 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 Sophia. Bear and Chovy were questioned by this this speaker, very charismatic, wonderful man, uh, very uh, eloquent, I like to think, uh, and uh, revealed after not too difficult of interrogation, but nonetheless were threatened because they were at a, on like this, this cliff edge and being threatened that if they answered incorrectly or they said something that the, the speaker didn't want to hear, they would get tossed over. So you revealed it. You also saw something... Chovy, you saw, do you remember what you saw? Like something really strange and out of the ordinary? Yeah, the female hood figure has some weird flames popping up. Yeah, these like pinkish flames. Similar to perhaps the ones that appear in town and walk around at night, possibly? No, those are just torches. Just torches? (laughs) Those are just torches. Probably similar to who I disappeared with. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. So after some, some questioning, you all 
the two of you gave up the whole group. Names, descriptions, identities, etc. And then the blue woman went running back on a, on a horse. And even though it, you know, they the guy seemed pretty friendly. He was just like, I just don't know if I can let people who are so quick to turn on their friends stay in our secret society that that relies on people not giving up so easily to questioning. And they pushed you off the cliff. We talked about this. We had a long discussion about five minutes uh, about what they wanted to do because they actually are both both Chovy and Bear actually have fate points. If you're unfamiliar with what fate points are, fate points are basically a get out of death free card. Get out of death or get out of injury free card. So if you're ever to the point where you're going to be slain, you can spend a fate point. That fate point will then make it so you are not slain. Or if you gain an injury, that spending a fate point can do that. Now, how many do you guys have? One. One. One apiece, because you've already used your other, right? Mm, yes. So at the start, when you do character creation, you get your one fate point like normal. And if you choose to take a drawback, you get a second. And so at some point, you've used the other one to see. So we talked about this a bit. Did they want to just reroll characters? Would we want to kind of roll the dice and see what would happen if they, they do the fate point and see what that lands? So we're going to go ahead and we're going to see what happens. So let's, let's zoom in. It's dark. Very, very dark. Very cold. Bear, as you go falling down, shouting out whatever last small criticism, joke, insult hurled at this figure... Do you think anything? Does anything cross through your mind as you're falling? Like, I, you got to think that this is probably going to kill you, right? Yeah. Probably just like, I should have just stayed at home, chopping yeah. logs. And yeah. I'm falling into water that I hate. <laughs> yeah. And to think about this, like, it was, it was really funny because he asked you the question, like, why are you here, <laughs> right? Like, like, so many strange things have happened and you guys are just doing this is for money to go find this some random person, right? Just getting paid on it. Like, do you regret taking that job at this point? I mean, no. It was a fun journey. Saw a lot of interesting things. Better than uh, not doing anything. Just sitting and okay. doing nothing. Okay. Chovy, you saw Bear get thrown over. And just yesterday, I think it was, you were sitting on his shoulders, eating popcorn, watching a ball game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eating some cracker jacks. Having the time of life. Having the time of your life. And he, he drank some moonshine last night or something like that. Anything on your mind as you go cascading down in the darkness? This is how it ends. Okay. Where is it? So it was dark. It's hard to see. Chovy, you're the only one whose face was actively held over the edge of the cliff. So you're the only one that actually has any general understanding of how high up you are. Bear, I don't think you were ever given that wonderful look. But you were... I mean, 100 feet or more, at least. You, you couldn't see clearly the ground, you know, the, the actual ground level or the, the, the coast. You know you heard lapping of water, or like a, almost like thunder, as if something slapping hard against, against the cliff rock below. The moon, one of the moons was out in fulls, giving you some semblance of light. As the two of you go falling, some 30 seconds apart from one another, Bear, you're the one who, I would say, hits, hits first. Um, and when you land, you land within some sort of kind of rocky coastline. And through some measure of fate and luck, whatever it might be, when you slam into the water, you look around you and you can see nothing but sort of darkness. But you slap around, slam up against the rock itself, and you can see that there's all these little rocky islets and 
reefs and you can't tell which way is up. You start sinking to the ground. Remember, you're bound at this point. You feel this intense pain and as you hit the water and sink underneath, consciousness just starts to fade away from you. Moments later, your some inner strength overtakes you. Do you have a do you have a deity do you worship? Anything? Hell no. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's a two you're the irreverent ones, right? Yeah, yeah. of course of course. I'm trying to dramatize this a bit. But you uh your eyes open. You have water halfway down your throat. Everything around you is dark. I need you to make a toughness test. So toughness. what we're going to do at this point, you can roll a toughness test. We're going to make this a difficulty challenging just to see how the state that you're in from the fall. Because since you're using a fate point, we can kind of do whatever we want. You're not going to die, but this toughness test is going to sort of determine the state you're in as you try to... But you're not out of the woods or out of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> So roll a toughness test of challenge. All right. Uh, no. Okay. 78. Okay, roll. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put you at grievously wounded. Uh, we do actually, if you want to, you can re-roll if you like. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll okay. say that. It's going to determine whether or not you're wounded. Uh, that's a lot better. Okay. I've got a seven. Okay. All right. What was your, what was your state before? Like, what were you in terms of the damage track? Uh, I was unharmed. Okay, so on the phys- like the damage or peril damage track. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was pristine. Okay, so you are going to somehow magically, wonderfully, not sustain any sort of long-lasting physical dam- injury from this. However, you are all the way down on the peril track from this fall, and from the small amount of blackout that you are under, the water in your lungs, so you are just above incapacitated. Now, there's drowning rules in effect when it comes to Zweihander. You can hold your breath a number of minutes equal to your brawn bonus. So what's your brawn bonus? Six. Let's put it this way. You're unconscious partially for a couple minutes. Now, for every minute without breath, after you have held your breath a number of minutes equal to your brawn bonus, you suffer 2d10 plus 2 physical peril. And upon reaching incapacitated, you fall unconscious and are slain. So you don't have much time. You are bound. You are deep underwater. You are sinking. The tides are strong here as there's rocky. There's rockiness in every which way. So the tides are pulling you. You're slamming against rock. What do you do? Mm, can I free my hands at all? I like get a grip on anything. See if I could push myself off of something. Okay. Or grab on. All right. So uh, roll an awareness test. See if you can notice or reach out and grab anything nearby no so no like you you desperately start clawing and gripping and looking for anything am i able to like slip the what am i bound by just a rope you're bound by what rope just in the back there's something there's just some sort of rope or, or leather cord something like that is keeping your arms at your wrist just bound behind your back and you're kind of struggling your legs are free so you're able to kind of kick and move a little bit i like flip them like under my legs to my front end. As best you can, you can reach your arms down underneath, lift your legs, feel some sort of pain from where you landed in the water, kind of on the side. You can feel like the, the, the sudden soreness as you try to move. Like a broken rib. Possibly. Maybe you're lucky. Maybe it's just a really bad belly flop. You're not sure. But you lift your, your legs up and under and over, and you, know, you start swimming in one direction or another. Uh, I need you to go ahead and make an athletics test at this point. 
And you're going to make this at hard. Uh, no. And so you start swimming in the direction that you, that you think is up. And you're swimming, you're kicking, you're kicking. For all intents and purposes, there's, there's a countdown happening right now. And you realize after some time that you've been swimming in, in the wrong direction in a circle. You're looking for any sign of moonlight. And you start moving off in a different direction. I'll come back to you in a second. Chovy, go falling. Is there anything in your mind as you're, as you're cascading into the darkness below? Yeah. Oh, yeah? That surprises me. <laughs> what is what is going through Chovy's mind as he's fallen? Other than telling the dude to suck a chode. I should have kept track of my hamster or ferret. Um, to not be here in this island at all. I wish actually <laughs> just to be back in the mainland. Okay. So you're going to make a toughness test at challenging, and this is just sort of determined since, again, you spent your fate point, so you're going to avoid the initial immediate slain, but this is just going to sort of determine your state and whether or not you've suffered any sort of injury or something from the fall. Okay. Okay, so go ahead. I'll pass. Okay. So maybe it's just your small frame. Maybe it's the fact that you maybe did some, some tumbling through the air, whatever it might be. You managed to land in such a way that while painful and while it knocks you out for for a couple minutes it as you come to underneath the water several feet several yards at least looking around desperately for anything and just seeing darkness in all directions feeling this intense cold you 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 don't feel anything broken immediately but you feel and you start coughing as there's water down your lungs what's your brown books for you immediately start choking as if you are suffocating, lacking of air. It's likely the suffocation itself that sprang you, and you realize you don't have much time left. What would you like to do? Uh, just kick my feet as fast as I can. I need you to roll an athletics test at tough at uh, at hard, please. Uh, failed. We do have. Oh yeah, I'll go ahead and use one. Okay. Hey, let's use them all, so they can't use them. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, athletics you said at mm-hmm. hard? No, it's not good. You fail. Yeah. Okay, you're going to suffer. Which are where are you at in the pale pale threshold? Untouched. You're going to suffer 17 points of physical peril. Where does that put you? Uh, moderately. So as you're kicking, moving around, trying desperately to swim and find some direction, you just can't quite find any sort of purpose with your legs. Maybe your pants are too too baggy and heavy. Maybe the uh, the current's too strong. You're trying as desperately as you can to just kick and move. Uh, go ahead and roll another athletics test. Was that physical peril? Mm-hmm. Not damage. Physical peril. Physical peril, not damage. Oh. Yeah, you're suffocating. Suffocation is 2d10 plus 2 physical peril for every minute without breath. So what I basically did is I, I took I took a look at your, your toughness tests and then I compared it to your... And then I took your brawn bonus and then I rolled a, I rolled a chaos die. And that kind of determines how much time you have before you you drown you said it's still hard yeah okay crit fail crit fail and <laughs> the last thought that goes through your mind as your eyes close for the, the final time what's that final thought it's nice and warm I can rest easy though you piss yourself <laughs> <laughs> and slowly this tiny adorable little body Chovy sinks downward into the black depths, never to be seen again. 
What about Gretel or what was it? Gretel. I don't think Gretel was even no, with him. Gretel, Gretel's probably eating like she's feral in the barley woods. or wheat somewhere in that bakehouse still. She's like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> this is great. All right, Bear. We lost one of the two. Had a chance. Athletics test. Athletics. Hard. Fortunately, you had a higher brawn bonus than he. You only had four. True, true. No. Okay. You swim around, kicking, looking for any which way. Bump into a rock. Your head scrapes against it. Ow. Go ahead and roll another athletics test. This is your last one before you start taking physical power. So a couple of fortune points. And finally, finally, like a massive, great white bursting through the surface, huge seal in its mouth. You erupt from the water, head first, arms shortly thereafter. You look around desperately for anything that you can kind of latch onto, and you see off about three yards away, there is a, a small rock precipice. You don't even notice the cold yet, and you quickly kick over and wrap your arms around it you look around for signs of anything there's moonlight you get some get some light and it's reflecting off the water a bit the surface you can see little bits and pieces uh, go ahead and roll an awareness test uh, make it challenging pass okay you can see that the shore which is quite rocky is about 15 yards ahead and you can see the other direction is just endless ocean you can see the kind of the moon reflecting off the light this is long line of kind of rippled water as this tide continues to kind of lap over there's these huge eruptions of of cold dark water uh as as the the waves crash into these different rocks you see no sign of chovy whatsoever what do you want to do and you're still bound he was pushed down yet uh that's true you i'm not sure you would have known because they waited until you fell, so it's it's likely, it's likely. In terms of timing, you wouldn't have known. You knew you blacked out at some point. Yeah, I guess I'll. Uh, is there like a sharp rock I can like try and saw this rope off with, sure. or try and rip it off? It takes a moment, it takes a few moments, but you manage to hang on. You're getting breath in your in your lungs at this point. Coughing up all and the You're water. feeling better there. You're feeling immense ache as the physical pain uh, of of kind of landing on this water is just taking its toll, and. <laughs> The adrenaline is probably running through you to the point where the cold hasn't yet killed you. But it takes maybe two minutes, and you manage to saw through using the, the razor-sharp edge of one of these rocks, and your hands are now free. What do you want to do? Uh, how's the shore? It's just, like, really rocky. Or... It's very, very rocky, but you can see about 15 yards or so away. Is there uh, any, like, walkable areas? Yeah, there's, like, there's, no, it's definitely there's rockable. There's, there's walkable areas. You guys are lucky. You very easily could have fallen instead of in the water on the rocky shore, which would have clearly killed you. But it was probably fate that allowed you to land in the water. Those big guys pushed us pretty far. Uh, so I'll pull myself out and see if I could find a glimpse of Chovy or okay. look, kind of maybe listen, see if they're still up there yelling at each other. Okay, so you, you swim to the shore? Yeah. Okay, so you swim over to the shore, which with your hands free at this point isn't isn't that difficult, um, but you you make it there, and it's more along the lines of like you swim maybe like three yards, grab another rock, swim the swim another three yards, grab a different rock, and you realize that if if you if you if they didn't have these extra little chunks of rock, you probably you don't know if you would make it, but you eventually make it to shore, and 
you maybe have never felt as much exhaustion and pain, but at the same time, you're so numb right now from the cold that it probably dawns on you that you need to get warm and you need to get warm quickly. Um, you look around and you see no sign of Chovy. You listen and you look up, but the cliff face is tall. You're not entirely sure exactly how far you fell, at least maybe 100 feet or so. Hmm. It's hard to really get your bearings. You don't know the area that well, but you fell quite far. But you don't hear any voices. What do you want to do? Just go along the coast. Just follow the cliff face. So I could find uh, maybe a cave or maybe some trees. Okay. Just to get hide myself from the cold wind. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll survival test. And you can roll this. Uh, we'll make this challenging. Pass. Okay. You you try to get your bearings, get an idea of which way is east, which way is north, etc. Um, you're not sure entirely which way is town, but you know that you start heading westward, and eventually you come across what looks to be a small little, not it's not a deep cave, but just sort of an uh, kind of an indent in the in the cliff below, and you, you kind of climb into it, uh, kind of duck your head. Water isn't lapping up here. It's not entirely dry, but it's drier than anywhere you've been before. Uh, you have about five feet worth of clearing. The cave's only maybe seven or eight yards deep. What do you want to do? You're, you're beginning to shiver at this point. You can see your breath in the wind, you know, coming out from your mouth. You look at your hands, and there's a blueness to them. It starts to worry you a little bit. Uh, probably don't have any of my belongings, huh? No. You got your clothes on your back. You get your basically your underclothes. What would you have maybe carried in pockets or anything like that? What might you have carried? Well, I don't have a, the shiv. Mm -mm. I know I had matches, but I don't know if I had... Roll a d6. And, uh, yeah, roll a d6. Two? Yeah, fortunately. Either they took the matches, they fell out in the water. You don't have them. Uh, I guess I'd want to wring out my clothes. Okay. I'm probably soaked start stripping stripping down wringing them out as best you can yeah okay hang them up and or lay them down in the cave somewhere okay what what's in the cave i can't i just can't a, see anything just rocks here and there i mean especially the, the cave is much darker it's not getting any moonlight but you can kind of feel your way around it's just rocks and some dampness some sand did i see any trees at all no no trees at all no i guess i could uh, so I could maybe burn my clip, but they're wet. Yeah. Try to make sparks with the rocks, but that won't work. I guess I'll go back out and see if I could find some to start a fire with. Okay. Roll an awareness test. Or you can do survival if you want. Uh, Standard's fine. Yeah, pass. Find some, uh, you find some driftwood here and there. Uh, looks to be, not sure if this is maybe pieces of boat or something just washing up on shore or if it's just maybe a tree fell from who knows where and, but yeah you find some chunks of driftwood along the way do your best to light a fire it's super damp super damp it's hard to to really get Enough anything going without and stuff yeah without something there rubbing and, and rubbing and uh unfortunately just you found the stuff but it's just too damp and without those matches you're not sure exactly matches I don't have any like fire starter things like leaves or 
No, not here. There's it's a rocky, oh, rocky coast. The rope, maybe. That's the way. So at this point, uh, just you have two options. Tough it out. Keep trying. Yeah. At this point, you have. It seems like you have two options without any sort of other tools or anything like that to help you. You can either stay here, or try to work your way to somewhere else. What's your choice? Trying to tough it out. Okay. Or just do your best to stay out yeah. of the wind until until the sun comes up and you can. I just stay out of the wind. Okay. Done. Just keep rubbing my. <laughs> Got it. Flash now over to Verdum. Sophia and you, Erwin, find yourselves the only ones to make it back to Loudon's dormitory. Lavinia, would you have just gone to Charlotte's? Or would you have gone to try to find them? What would you have done? Um, I think Lavinia would have kept up with her ruse and actually stayed at the box elder. Okay. And maybe like got another drink. Or her first drink, I should say. And then after that, like keep up the ruse of stumbling back to Charlotte's. Okay. So then that goes fine like no one looks at you like you're just everyone some people know you some people know uh, you know they've seen your face here and there like yeah. oh, it's a woman who's like she woods. makes a point of talking to a bunch of people to make it seem like she's been there for a while sure sure that's important and then at a certain point you you leave right mm-hmm. i don't like this music. <laughs> 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 so back you're fine Lavinia. at whatever point you want to go head back to charlotte's you're fine no one thinks twice back at loudon's place time passes erwin you're probably the first yeah i was gonna say i'll uh kind of impatiently pace around the room thinking about what i should do for probably about 15 20 minutes and see if anybody shows up so there's a couple people in that that downstairs common area that are just snoring away passed out drunk but no one's awake. After about 10 minutes waiting, Sophia comes stumbling in. You can see that she's kind of holding on to her arm. What happened? Are you okay? Not really. The bearded man that Jovi and I had an encounter with in the alley was definitely on to all of us. And I was cornered in an alley. Lavinia distracted one of them. And he got me in the arm and I took off running and I was able to lose him. I am not doing well. I'm going to need some more healing again. But um, they're definitely on to the fact that people were in the meeting who should not have been. He knew who you were. Where, where had you seen him? Have you seen him anywhere else besides when you took that book? No, he just recognized me from that. How? I mean, we were wearing cloaks and just by your voice that's very unfortunate for us I found where well I found which direction they took Chovy and Bear they took them outside the walls somehow were you able to follow outside the walls no the gates are closed you can't leave but they left that means that they have wardens part of their group or Sep bribed somehow to get out they wouldn't let me out hmm I'm gonna relay what I heard with my eavesdrop. Okay. What was it again? I remember it had something to do with they were going to be talked to, see if they kind of saw reason, and then if they didn't. There was some mention of something that involved Loudon. Uh, there was nothing suspicious remember. about the reference of Loudon's, because remember that the bearded guy saw you guys at Loudon's. 
he, he locked eyes at one point with Chovy. You are, they, they know where you're staying is sort of the reference. No, when I did the eavesdrop when we were still in the meeting, yeah. toward the end of the meeting, there was a discussion about what was going to happen to yeah, they, they Chovy. Said, they said uh, if, if they cooperate, they'll be able to join or something. Yeah, I mean, that, the, is that the, what you're talking about? The, the implication yeah. was that they were going to talk to them, and if things went well, if the two of them could convince them, then they maybe make it back. Otherwise, they don't. Uh, the Loudon reference was just really in reference to the fact that they knew where you guys were staying. Like that, that guy knew that one guy. where you were. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reference. So that guy threatened you after you ran away. Yes, that he knew where we sleep. So you fill him in on what went down. You fill her in on yeah. finding etc. Yeah. You guys wait a little bit more, and no one else is coming. Like at this point. You what are you guys doing? Like, it's it's late. It's not... It's a couple hours before dawn. You know that two of them were hit over the head and dragged out of the cellar. You know that one of them recognized you, Zofia, and attacked you. Or at least they think they recognized you. You know that Lavinia lured one of them away. Erwin, do you know where this Charlotte lives? Yeah. I don't know that yeah, I've yeah. paid that much attention. You would know. Yeah. We should go see if Lavinia made it back okay. And... As soon as we can go out. As soon as the gates open in the morning. Okay. Should we try to go to Charlotte's now? Yes. Is there anything we should take with us? Uh, we definitely want to bring anything that would say what we've been doing. The logbook that literally yeah. writes every single <laughs> Yeah. The, so the bag of Gabriel's yeah, belongings. Yeah, we want to okay. make sure to bring all of that with okay. us. Do you get your cart and everything or are you just... Quickly grab what you can carry. Quickly grab what we can carry. Make okay. sure to get all anything that has okay. any references to us, and just go to Charlotte's. Right. And you, in, at, I mean, at, at, Lavinia introduced you at some point. Yeah, you, you, you head over there on the streets, cloakless, headless, and you uh, kind of knock on the door late at night, and uh, the door opens, and there's this, you know, red-haired, wild woman with streaks of gray and this kind of like a bandana thing going on kind of holding her hair back and uh, you know her to be Charlotte and she kind of looks at you squinty eyes sorry to bother you oh, do you have any idea what time it is? it's it's very early I'm sorry did Lavinia make it back? is she here? Uh, I don't think so yeah. she didn't hear her old Roderick coming do you mind if we wait for her? So there's a bit untold, don't you think? I'm sorry, some of our friends have gone missing and it's we're concerned for her. Well, we want to make sure she gets back okay. We have no idea where she could be. You think she could be in danger? Yes, I do. Oh, you want to leave her here? You don't want to go find her? Do you think she's in that much danger? I'm not sure where to look. This is a large town. Do you have somewhere else where she might go hide if she couldn't make it back here? In town, she might be here, the box elder. See, it's all I know. We can go check the box elder real quick. My preference would be to stay hidden, but I understand we're imposing, so if you would prefer, we go there. No, you can stay, I suppose. This is all very, very strange and concerning. What did you get my, my little Lavinia into? Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> Quite honestly, um, we're not sure ourselves what we've gotten ourselves into. We're not sure about a lot of things. Come in, come in. And so she lets you in, lights a little lamp, puts on a kettle, something, and you all wait. How long do you stay at the box elder living you? She probably spent about an hour like talking okay. to people. Okay. <laughs> Makes a big scene, like pushes some people. <laughs> My name is Lavinia. <laughs> Sorry, but it's just just in case anyone needs no, to. No, like she's it, you know? she's just like falls into like her usual routine. What does that sound like? Oh God! We haven't heard the voice in like two episodes. It's awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Adventures and Adventures and lollygagging podcast. There you go. Yeah. She just talks about flowers. Just so you know, my favorite flower. I love sunflowers. I know they do not grow here, but when I was little girl, my mother always picked sunflowers. And she's like talking, but like nobody's listening. Like not they're really, no. yeah. And, I mean, at that hour, like everyone's their heads are on the table. Yeah, there's people playing poker, like some or some 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 sort of card game in the back, pretty intensely. But most people are just sloshed yeah. out drunk. Yeah, and you can she's... hear all sorts of wonderful noises coming from the second floor. Yeah, and as she's as she's leaving, and she kind of looks up because there's you know a lady kind of leaning across, and she goes, "See you later." <laughs> okay. <laughs> just remember, we've got boy whores and girls. We serve them all. <laughs> it's nice to see you, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Too. And, uh, Rebecca nurse. <laughs> her, her favorite nurse. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then... You, you head know? back to Charlotte's. Yeah. And you do, and you see waiting for you as you go inside, you see your two other allies. Uh, you can see that Zufia's got that, that wound in her arm. Irwin's got this worried and stern and constipated look on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charlotte's kind of dozing off in the corner. And she's, just, she's just sort of mumbling to herself. What is she gotten into? What is she gotten into? And so, what do you all do? She just kind of comes in and she sees you guys and she stops. Why are you here? There's like awful things have happened. We were you should not have brought this to Charlotte. We How were... dare you? What is it you brought here? Nothing, nothing, Charlotte. Please go lay down. Okay. <laughs> I don't think anyone saw us come here. Um, I wanted but... to make sure you were okay. You were not here. You didn't come. Yes, I was distracting the man. And I was appreciative that you did that. Um, he definitely continued to threaten us, including the and fact you're that... you're bleeding. He, yes, and the fact that he knows where we sleep. So we gathered up some belongings pretty quickly and were looking for somewhere else to hide out for the night. Bear and Chovy were dragged outside of town somehow. They got out of the gates, even though they're not supposed to be opened. Then we cannot speak. We need to go as soon as the sun comes up and see if we can find them. And Lavinia just kind of like rests her her hand on her face. All you young children are always so much trouble all the time. Damn millennials. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, boomer. I knew you were going to say it. I was waiting for it. And um, Lavinia is just like, okay, give me a moment. And um, she she goes up to her room and she gets some like poultice or whatever that Charlotte had, and um, helps with your arm. And then um, you want to do a heal? You want to do a heal check? Sure. Uh, are you good for a heal check? Sure. 
No, I'm just wondering, like, 24 hours, do you have it recently? Oh, when's your last heal? It probably hasn't been 24 hours, yeah, actually. It's early morning. Did you have one yesterday? Yeah. I don't know if she did or not. I know I think Irwin it, I, did. I, I think I was you the definitely only, did. I think yeah. I was the only one okay, that wasn't full. Go. It's fine. Yeah, go ahead and roll it. What, uh, what, what are you at in terms of the damage track? Seriously. Okay. Pass. Okay. So you can go ahead and move up one step. So as you're talking and yelling and in whispered tones over the course of the next couple of hours, you can eventually see the sunlight begin to pop up through the, the shutters. It's a very diffused light. As winter has clearly come. What do you want to do? We, we need to go. Go where? We need to go see if we if the tracks are still there, if we can follow where they went. Before anyone else travels this morning, they should still be there. It's not been, the weather's not been terrible. Lavinia's not too keen on this. Do you realize how suspicious that is going to look? We can go in individuals and meet up just outside of town. We don't have to go together. We can't be separated for long, though. If they're looking for me and her, or at least her, we need to be really careful about being alone. And the more people we have together that we can trust, the safer we'll be. And I've already recently left someone behind. I'm not looking to do that again, so I will be wanting to leave and follow those tracks as soon as possible. I'm just trying to think of how Lavinia would handle this because, like, she doesn't really know you guys. Like, If you want to not come, just let us know. But you know what we know. This is, we have to do something about this. If we don't, who knows what could happen. I would say it's it's probably realistic for Lavinia to think that two of their number got dragged away. Uh-huh. And they know who you are. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen to them. Now, what she wants to do. So I, I would say that's something that's that's probably going to cross your mind. Now, what Lavinia wants to do with that information, entirely up to you. Like, yeah. does she flee back to her hut? Does she try to help and untie this crazy tangled knot? Like, well, I don't know. But I would say certainly that thought crossed her mind that, that Lavinia is somewhat compromised and tied up somehow. It's just how would Lavinia handle getting caught up in something that oh, she just was helping people along the road and look what's come, you know? Yeah. And then she was just being nosy and curious about what the hell's going on in her town, so to speak. I think at this point, honestly, she'll probably go with you guys just because she wants to distance herself from Charlotte because she does care for Charlotte. So... I will go first. Like, granted, she's not happy about it. Like, she's very <laughs> pissed off at you guys. <laughs> but, but, like, you know. I will go first and wait outside of town. You're going to split up. So five, <laughs> five, ten minutes. How, how, do, how do you feel about following me? Like, if I were to leave tracks behind me? I mean, we are heading east. We will follow coast. It'll be fine. Okay, so I'll go first. We can have a five or ten minute interval, and then we wait for everyone else to get together. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Lavinia will probably like make a show of showing Sophia flowers and stuff that they're picking, and she'll pick flowers along the way as she as she follows you guys. Okay, okay. So you guys start with yeah. some sort of intervals. Start heading. The Eastern Gate? Yeah. As you walk along the streets, the morning is certainly getting going. People are heading to their various shops and various jobs. You see wardens on the street. 
just a normal day in, in Verdum. Cold, when certainly. When I get to the gate, I want to see if I, after I get outside if I can still see the tracks of the okay. cart. You can see it's overcast. Lavinia, you would probably, just taking a look at the, the clouds, snow's coming. Yeah. Snow's coming soon, probably today. And all of you manages to get outside of the, the eastern gate, and you can see that there's people with their own heavy carts and wagons leaving town and heading off in that direction as well, likely whatever sort of job service that they're working on, probably where they're going. Go ahead and roll a survival check if you like to try to do some sort of tracking here. Um, so who who wants to do it? And then whoever wants to do it can roll the check and the other person can try to help. You can add your assist die. What's your... I'm not particularly good at it. I don't have it's a, a common skill. skill. Yeah, so... I don't have a skill rank in it, but it's 42. Does anyone have a skill rank? I do. Okay. Do you? Hmm. I'll okay. help you then. I'll do it. What are your chances, Sophia, for a survival test? 47. Mine's 42, so. Probably Sophia. Yeah. Yeah, then I can you assist. Assist her. Sophia, you're rolling it. I'm going you to make... 10 style. And by the way, you guys did not rest. Your no. peril is quite high. Nope. And you do have you do have leftover if you wanted to do one more reroll. We have the standard, points. right? Uh, no, this one's going to be. I believe I said was it challenging. I said. Oh yeah, then definitely no. Okay. If I yeah. use a fortune point, do I reroll all of the dice? Mm, I think it's just the one. It's dice. just yours. Just yours. So basically, you get three chances. Yeah. So the bet three chances at forty-seven percent is probably better. Crit fail. Nice. Okay. So you spend. The better part of the morning, tracking what you think is the wagon, and you realize after about three to four hours that it's taking you in the direction that just looks like you're heading into the mines, and it just doesn't make sense. At a certain point, you realize you probably just got caught up, and you just have to work your way back to town, so you lost several hours in the morning. And eventually, you work your way back to the gates. You picked whatever it is you want to pick along the way, but frustrated we don't really know where else to look and outside is a very large place with no leads i have no idea about how to go about finding them did you guys tell me what you overheard we told you everything okay we are in a very bad spot right now you have to hold hope that your friends are smart I do not feel that that is the case based off of their actions at the Abbey. And oh, yeah, I totally forgot about with, that. <laughs> and with rabble-rousing the crowd in a new town when we don't know anybody. I don't know if they if going off of smart is what it is. I think they just go off of instinct and what they want to do. It could actually work to our advantage because the people that we're potentially in trouble with are people who aren't actually a fan of power. So the fact that we were kind of calling some voice to that, you know, they might look favorably upon that. That It's not like we were kissing up to the powers that be or anything. Regardless, we infiltrated a meeting that we were not invited to. Correct. And two of your member were discovered and dragged out and missing, and who knows what they might or might not have said. So what what are you guys doing? So who, you have been here a while. Who do you trust in this town? I don't. Why do you think I do not live in this town? (laughs) We have no one that we can go to with this information. Because we have not. If what you're telling me is true, 
and they got let out of the city. When the guards block the entrances, there are no options. The only person who would benefit from talking to us is the one person we can't talk to, and that's the governor. He's the only one that would not want to overthrow himself. Even the person who speaks for him might want to. Well, he's fat bastard, so I don't particularly want to talk to him either. He's got muscle. I mean, he's, he's lazy. A he's, 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 he's thick. Just regular bastard. <laughs> Two C's. Does anyone ever go to the governor's house and get to talk to him? I mean, his, the gentleman who comes up and talks, his proxy. You guys actually do know of one. Oh, we do the doctor. Shit. Yes, exactly. Shit. <laughs> I didn't even have to tell you. You knew. Oh yes, attractive uh, doctor. He's oh, no. very attractive. He's very attractive. Man. We also know that the governor's wife talks to a witch. It's true. He's so we could too. backtrack that way, possibly. Okay. Out in the woods. Yeah. You do know that the cart left eastward. Now, so it's sort of up to you what you want to do. I mean, th- we followed it. Not we followed the. The tracks not eastward. Yeah, I mean, like she crit failed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know so what she... I mean? So you kind of kind of play that, <laughs> play that out. So yeah. she basically followed what eventually revealed itself to not be you know, the right track. You picked up the wrong track and yeah. followed that okay. and wasted time. We can continue to try and look, or we can try and speak to the governor and let him know what's going on. Because the only way... Oh, we're... yes. Let's go tell Governor and enrage <laughs> these people even more well, than what we already did. They're going to come after us if they know who yes, we Yes, and I'm going to do what I do best, and that's leave. Leave to where? You can't leave the island. You walk. There's more north that they have not been. I've been north. Fair enough. So as you guys are thinking, dawn comes for, uh, for Bear. Maybe you fell asleep a little bit. Maybe you... Dozed off, teeth clattering, but when you wake up in the morning, you are incredibly cold. You feel this hollowness in your chest from breathing the cold air in and out. You can see that there's the complexion of your arms, which are bare, because you took off your clothes right. and wring them out. And when you go to look at them, they're still damp, but they're better, slightly damp. But you're you're basically a walking blue popsy you probably don't know much about medicine but you know this can't be good you probably realize that if you don't get warm quickly if you don't get help quickly you're not long for this world all right i'll put my clothes back on let's see if i can start walking around somewhere okay i see if there's any sign of trophy anywhere roll an awareness test and you can do this at standard since there's light out now and look around. Uh, fail. You can re-roll if you like. We have two more fortune points left. Yeah, why not? Okay. Let's do it. Wow. I felt that. <laughs> okay. You look up and down the shore, the rocky coast, for any sign of, of Jovi. And you don't see him. You don't see anything. You're not sure. Maybe, maybe it might cross your mind. Maybe, maybe they still have him, for all you know. Maybe it was just you, and that was the big point. Who knows? Maybe he was behind it. He set me up. Could be. But maybe a part of you was holding on to that hope, right? That that little lingering hope that maybe he's still alive. However, as you are walking up and down the coast, you you do see that there's, you know, you're, you're getting some 
idea of exactly where you are. And you look way off to the west, and you can see uh, kind of rising up off the ground a like a, a another kind of cliff edge, and you can see a town on top of it. And you know this to be Vert. You feel like you are to the east of it, along the coast. So you have a general idea of where you're at. It would probably take you some time walking along the coast, looking for a way up. It's just straight up climbing. You could do it, but not in this state. You know that there's there's no way you're climbing up where you're at. Like it's impossible. Probably kill yourself. Probably. Uh, I'll probably just keep hobbling over along the cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep walking over. See if maybe there's another cave that maybe Chobi found, or okay, another way up. Just so keep you, going towards that. Sure. Just following the the west, following the coast west. Yeah. As best you can. Checking any alcove you come across, looking for Chovy along the way, and Just calling out Chovy. Power, maybe two pass. You kind of lose track of time. The wind head's is, probably spinning. Yeah, you're you got whacked in the head easily three too many times. <laughs> like you can feel pain all up and down your side. You kind of lift it up, and you can see that there's bruising. Roll a toughness test. Challenging. Uh, fail. Okay. At some point, you find. Some some ramp up, and you crawl up it, manage to get into some level ground, part rock, part cold weed. You just collapse to the ground. And you wake up, you don't know how many, how long later, and you can see that there is a familiar face hovering over top of you this dark-skinned woman with curly black hair big crooked teeth friendly eyes and she seems to be swaddling you and blanket after blanket it's doc quilly and you're kind of hazy out of it and she says thought you uh thought you were dead there you are very fortunate that mother is that say you you just you just rest, she says, and she just kind of pats you on the head, and you kind of your eyes sort of trail off, sink into the sides of the of the sockets, and you can see that there's like a handful of these individuals look like miners, got these dirt all over them, helmets on, and you can faintly hear as your eyes kind of close. I'll do my best for them. You all were very kind to 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 find him and bring him to me. And, your eyes just kind of go out, and you don't recognize any of them. How long passed? Who knows? Like, you'd roll three D6s. Three? Three. I can do that. Kind of in uncharted territory here. Um, let me know if two? Any, let me know if any of them are sixes. Oh. Are those good? No. Yes. Five? Sixes will be wonderful. Uh, six. Okay. All right. Yeah, six. You don't want a six. Because you're going to get an injury. Please roll a D100. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> 53. All right. You may now mark an injury. Oh, battle scars. You have a mutilated hand. No, you can't use your two-handed weapon. I still can. He can use it, which is fun. So, I don't remember what it was from. Right. I think it's Ancestral. I think you're because you're big and I can't remember the name of it, but I, I just wrote it. under trade mountain amongst men. Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. I think that's the theme. Uh, okay, so a mutilated hand until fully recuperated, you cannot use your primary hand as you're in pain. 
you lose 1d6 minus 1 fingers. For every finger you lost, you permanently lose 1% agility. If you lose all fingers, you gain the veteran's hand draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you already have this drawback, you permanently lose 9% agility. So, obviously, Doc Quali will perform some surgery. What is your brawn bonus? My man Bruno to do what it. is your brawn bonus, sir? Uh, six. Now, you all are not immediately aware of this. Do your best not to metagame, obviously. Yes. Yeah, let's go back. <laughs> I think we should check Doc. We should wait here and then go to Doc Quads. Uh What do you guys want to do? I personally want to figure out how to speak to the governor. What do you want to do? I've been racking my brain trying to figure out who... The governor is the only one that's got any kind of a chance of not being involved in this. Like, what are the chances of us actually being able to go and speak to him? He doesn't even come down and speak to the townsfolk. And then now you guys, these brand new people off the ship. I have a book with things highlighted and a note about what place it is. Yes, you have a book. That's illegal. Yes. That was on the That's in your possession. That was found in someone else's blog. It doesn't matter. They don't know that. But that's what we're It's our word against theirs. Against whose? The people who are going to destroy the town. Just saying. Just saying. That's how it looks. Is the town being destroyed the worst thing? The, the town's not going to be destroyed. Well, I mean, well, just, to be clear, they this, don't want to destroy the town. They're trying the to freeing liberate of the, the town. town really? From the yoke yeah. of an absentee governor who doesn't give a damn about the people who live within the yeah, town. Yeah, is that, is that really terrible? the worst thing? I don't know that Sophia is necessarily connected to Burdum not being freed. Well, both you and Erwin would be from. You're, you guys are both from Occitan, the ca- where you We're from live, the capital of live the Rhine monarchy. Uh, so I'm a little attached. Doesn't to necessarily Rhine. mean. I mean, there's plenty of I people mean, in the big capital who hate that place. Might not be the best governor, but I am somewhat attached to the monarchy. If he is not doing his job, he can still be held accountable for his decisions. Who is going to hold him accountable? We're on an island. This is true. But no one has been here. If we were to... What? Leave the island in the middle of winter? I understand where you're coming from. But if you want to stay or just go into the north of the wilderness, we need to find some way to have someone with power that can help protect us. Because going to the north is how we've already... We lost one person to that. We were chased by a giant, ungodly strong of a beast... We almost died to crazy mutated humans, and that was just being gone for a week. If we're never allowed to come back here again, we can never leave this place because there's no other boats. So we have to figure out how to not let them take control of this town because they know who we are, and we were involved in their information that we weren't supposed to be. You take that how you want, but that's my prerogative on it. We got all of Gabriel's belongings from Loudon. That's correct. Yes. Who had the bag. That's correct. Yes. Who we can probably assume looked in the bag. I don't know. It's up to you. He said he didn't. He, he said he didn't. But we don't know that for sure. Because I almost wonder if we could find someone who might be able to speak on our behalf with this group to kind of save our asses. Where we don't have to go all the way to the governor and switch to the other side. Just kind of get ourselves off the hit list, so to speak. Well, if you want to look at it like that, then there's the wardens who were guarding the 
gate or somehow it's attached. So probably not the head of the guard, but some of the wardens are. Maybe we can figure out who they were. Is this conversation happening like outside of town, inside yeah, of like town? Yeah, where we were frustrated in because I don't know if there's going to be anyone readily available in Loudon's that's going to... I mean, you could go talk to your friend who tried to kill you. Say, hey, go talk to this guy. The bearded guy? Yeah. You know who he is. I don't know who he is, like, in town, right? I just know that I no, recognize him. You, you rec- it, it seems clear that he's somebody who hangs around the, the dormitory at this point. Who Name? You don't know. So just bite the bullet and go straight for the guy I just ran away from? 12 hours ago it's no different than i mean we're in a bad place what my my suggestion is not taken very well from either one of you so i'm trying to help you with what you're willing to do a little bit of mayhem may not be the worst thing that's my concern with going to the governor because that's do you think that overstepping where the town is that is directly getting involved with things that have been obviously in the works here for a very long time and it may not be the worst thing. If we find someone to talk to, that's more of just saving our own behinds. I still think people will die. Well, we have two very differing things that want to happen. Yeah. The party is pretty fractured at this point. It's yeah, be interesting. it really is. What's going to happen in an immediate year? Who's hanging around for it? <laughs> <laughs> Who lives? All right. So what do you do? Is it snowing yet? It's starting to. A little yeah. light flurry. Nothing, uh, nothing super heavy yet. Neither of you have been here through a winter. Being outside of these walls is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Nearly impossible to survive. There's the fort up to the east where they died through winter. And this is supposedly supposed to be, in the meeting, the longest and worst winter that we've had here in a while. So we cannot leave the city. There's fewer, we need to burn as few bridges as possible. So I think we need to keep our heads down and shut up. There's no more meetings as long as we stop talking about it, stop acknowledging it. There's a good chance that they will just leave us alone. Where do you suggest we stay? He legitimately slid to her as she ran away. I know where you sleep. sleep, So we will die if we go back to Loudon. In our sleep, by the way. That's true. So I'm fine with not wanting to leave the town. The problem is, is we need someone to protect us. Mm. And no one goes to the governor's place was my idea. Yes, but how would you, how would we get there? You We're said, not allowed. You said the, about the witch, and we know the doctor goes. And you like the doctor, maybe you can chat him up. Okay, just because he's attractive and I would maybe flirt it's, uh, with him. He's, he's very attractive. Does not mean that, you know. For now, the more people around, the better. We might as well head to Box Elder. Fine, we can do that. Okay, so you guys, after all that discussion, uh. wander back in town, head to the Box Elder, start drinking. <laughs> That's about right. I need a drink. Okay, why don't you all go ahead enroll rumor tests we'll make it stand and actually no we'll make it i think it's gonna be easy 20 percent. yeah nope. pass something like that whatever big pass okay also a big pass all right so you're there for a couple hours into the you know through through 
afternoon into evening, light starts going down again. The scuttlebutt around town is uh, seems to be focused a bit on those wardens that were arrested, kind of thrown. Uh, a lot of people are wondering whether or not they're going to get sent to the prison and whether or not they, uh, they're going to be given the type of justice that the rest of them have to face. It's a great kind of descent and this idea of those who are supposed to kind of be doing the guarding and protecting and they're in on it. Like, are they going to get in trouble too? Or are they just going to find some way to just let them walk free? And others are sort of defending like, yeah, there's no way Phil Elms will let that happen. He's a straight, is an error that one. There's some talk as well about concern over the winter that's coming. Obviously there's talk about some body was found in an alleyway all cut up burnt and there's talk of but these couple dwarves and humans that seem all sooted up as if they come from the mine and they're telling this wonderful story hey it was right there on the right there underground in front of us the biggest pot sicker i ever saw i thought he was a nephilim but but then i looked at him and i was like nah he ain't big enough to be a nephilim not tall enough not wide enough not endowed enough you know what i'm talking about <laughs> Just laying there, he's a big beast of a man, however he was. But, uh, I don't know, must have had too much to drink and been walking along the cliff, just fell right on over into the ocean, that one did. Alright, I think, uh, bit bother looks at him. Yeah, it's a shame he didn't look like a wealthy sort. He looked kinda, kinda like he's got workman's hands, so probably not gonna get much of a reward out of him, but, uh, the very least, well, that son of a gun is all thawed out. Well, that doctor fixes whatever's wrong with him. Sure as hell, about us, buy us a couple of rounds or two, that's for sure. I'm gonna go ask and see if they can give a description more than just a very tall, like, color hair, if he had a mustache. Oh, yeah, he got one. He's got all sorts of little blades in it and whatnot. And, uh, got this, like, blonde-ish color. Look more green. I think he was in the water for too long, if you ask me. How much are drinks again? I didn't say you fell in the ocean. I said you fell in water. It's the big pool. How much are drinks again? Uh, you can afford it. I'll buy. I'll buy them around the drinks to say thank you. For hey, hey, yes, no, I see. Where are you going, big fella? Yeah, looked all got a couple of bruises on his face. Oh, thank you, sir. Hand got torn up something face. Might not have any fingers left of you. And now she's pretty good at a craft, but she ain't that good, you know. But uh yeah, he didn't look good at all. Looks like someone uh someone put a couple pieces of charcoal in his sock and just went at him on his sword. Quite terrible. Anyway, cheers mate. And then they go back to drinking. I'll go back and tell them that he was found because there's no one else with a mustache with beads in <laughs> it. If he's at the doctor, we should go. What yeah. time of day is it? Uh, it's evening, sundown. Zofia would immediately want to go yeah. to Doc Wally. Let's go. See. Okay. Lavinia, you going along with this? Yeah, she's going to see if Roderick's there. Okay. You head over there, and Roderick is there. She's He's still just... Him and Bruno and Cressida have sort of made their own little tiny group, Chadwick, is sort of part of that. They're kind of doing their their thing. They're eating some kind of dinner together. The doc seems to be working on some some patient. 
Um, so it doesn't really be paying attention. And maybe she's just like any, any kind of daycare is good uh, at this point. <laughs> she's a, she's a working mom. She's got to do what she can. And you can see that she's performing some kind of surgery. And as you guys get close, you, you do recognize it, it is bare and she seems to be cutting away at him. Lavinia goes over and she kind of sets herself next to Roderick and Chadwick in a kind of... They're just eating some sort of basic generics, roots, root vegetable stew type of thing. Nothing. Yeah. She's just kind of mothering him. Okay. I'm going to not interrupt, afraid of messing anything up. Agreed. Yeah, we're definitely going to be relieved that he's there, but definitely don't want to interrupt the surgery. Okay. All right, uh, I need you, Bear, to roll a d6 for me. D6? Mm. Three. So, the surgery goes on for a few hours, and every now and then she, she says, and you see her, she's like kind of cutting away. At this point, it's kind of cutting away flesh and from, the, from his hand in some way, and sort of talking every now and then. She's like, oh, just got to keep him warm. He's going to, I think he's going to be all right, but... Gonna have uh he's not gonna be too happy, I suppose, about this and he he's gonna be recuperating for some time, but I think he's gonna be alright. I don't know what happened to him, but I don't know, that's her voice, that's not right, she doesn't have an accent. Eventually she finishes up, she bandages him up, and you can see that she has severed and removed two blackened fingers, leaving three. Which ones do you wanna lose, Bear? Dealer's choice. Uh you got to keep the thumb and the middle finger so you can flick people off, right? I want the first three from the thumb. Okay, so you're going to lose your ring finger and your pinky. Yeah. Else, that's fine with me. All right. So you're missing those two fingers, and don't forget that that actually does... You lose two points of agility. You. So you do lose two points of that agility. What does that put you at? 48. <gasps> below 50. It dropped you below 50? Yeah. Oh, uh, actually. That's fine. Sure. I don't use these... Not skills yet. not yet <laughs> i can't feel my fingers or my toes they're still very cold so as you guys are sitting around the doc offers you some food thank you but you have some and uh she looks tired worse for wear she kind of sits down she's got her own bowl in front of her and you see her just sort of like doze off just fall asleep on the table and you can hear her seat just start to kind of hum the song again once more and Maybe you guys all start to doze off because you guys haven't slept. Yeah. Maybe you, you kind of let your guard down a little bit and just relax a little bit and listen to this little lullaby start to lull you to sleep. And then morning comes. And one by one, all of you wake up. And you see, sitting up in bed, the bruised and battered and pale face of Bear looking at you. What do you say to them? Where's Jovi? 